0: Welcome to the Mid-Ohio Valley Public Forum video podcast. This podcast features issues of interest to the residents of the Mid-Ohio Valley area. The coronavirus pandemic has changed civic life greatly in our country.
1: This is an election year, and one of the things that has changed is candidates can't get out and campaign for office the way they normally would. Generally, this time of year, they'd be out knocking on doors, going to fairs, festivals, shaking hands,
0: greeting people. They can't do that now. Nope. So many of our initial podcasts will features uh, interviews with candidates for local and state office. Uh, we featured most of the primary candidates. Uh, so if you haven't seen someone yet, it may be that they didn't have a uh, competitor in the primary race. Uh, so, if you're a candidate and you're interested in being interviewed, you can reach out to us via Facebook at MOV Public Forum or via email, movpublicforum at gmail.com. This afternoon, we'll be interviewing Jim Marion.
1: Jim is a candidate for West Virginia House of Delegates, District 9. <coughs> Excuse me, allergies, my voice is not operating correctly. <laughs> so Jim is running for House of Delegates, District 9. Welcome, Jim. We're glad Thank to here.
2: Thank
0: you. Good afternoon.
2: Thank you. Well, with that, uh,
0: let's let's dive right in. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, like your best one-minute introduction pitch speech.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm Jim Marion, running for the House of Delegates the 9th District which is all of Work County and part of Wood, like uh, Rockport, Belleville, Mineral Wells, and going out Route 47 on the right side. Uh, I have run before, uh, but never been elected. Uh, I'm a retired UPS driver. I delivered packages for 27 years in Wood and Work and, and, and Calhoun County even, and got to know a lot of people during my travels, and a lot of their problems. Uh, the main thing things while I'm running is that uh, most of the time, most of the delegates don't listen to the people and the problems. One of the delegates that I ran against hadn't even been to Work County until I started running against him. And then he finally was showing up in Work County for different things. But uh, on my personal side, I'm married. I have two kids, two grandkids and a great granddaughter even. Uh, And it's been hard not to be able to hold her or visit with her for the last two months, but uh, we're getting by. Uh, That's about all.
1: (laughs) Well, Jim, all candidates are different. They have different skill sets. <clears throat> different areas of knowledge and uh different education. What do you feel like sets you apart from the other candidates that are running for your seat in District 9?
2: Okay, um uh, I'm a graduate of Parkersburg South High School and I had uh, one year of WVU and but then I uh, decided to just go into the workforce and uh, make my living, but uh, the reasons you know I'm running is uh, when I first met my wife, she was working in the delegate and the the secretarial pool in the legislature, and I went down and would sit in on different uh, sessions. And the main thing I got about that was there's a lot of people down there that just want to have fun and want to make money. And I'm not one of those people. I want to go down and work for the people. Uh, there's a lot, there's also a lot of good, good delegates, but, uh, we need somebody that wants to represent all the people, not just special interests and especially not out of state interests. And that's, the thing we need to get rid of uh, is these out-of-state interests that try to come in and take money, and take it out of state.
0: So that sounds like it might answer our next question, which is, what's your main motivation that made you decide to step up and run?
2: Yes, uh, big motivation. <laughs>
1: So, what do you think is your wow factor, Jim? What is the thing that, if people hear it about you and about your candidacy, would make them say, "Wow, that's the guy I want to vote for"?
2: Well, uh, the main thing is uh, one one pastimes when I ran, I went to a, a ramp feed down at the Washington bottom and uh, I was passing out pens and this old guy, older gentleman, I'll put it that way, he came up to me and he said, what are you going to do for me? And I said, I said, I don't know you from Adam, but I'm willing to listen to your problems. And I may not be able to help you, but I'm going to listen to you and I'll do everything I can. And he said, well, you got my vote right there because most of these yahoos don't even want to listen to you, anybody. And that's, that's the main thing uh, is listening to people and the problems and, and try to help them in, in the legislature, uh, whether it be you know, roads, uh, jobs or anything. I'm willing to listen, and and I may be a registered Democrat, but I I listen to anybody, whether it be Republican, Democrat, Independent, anybody.
0: So, if you were elected, tell us the one thing you want to accomplish during your term in office. If you had to pick one priority.
2: Well, uh, one priority would be jobs and you know everybody it's easy to say I bring jobs in this state but there's a lot involved in that whether it be roads having better roads and better schooling you know uh, but the only way to get jobs and and for them to bring businesses to this good businesses and good paying jobs is to have good good schools good teachers and, and to keep good teachers and have good roads and uh, not be a hindrance for the state not to be a hindrance to these businesses. But uh, I think, you know, there's been a plenty of people served down Charleston. And, you know, they haven't brought that many jobs. They keep saying, oh, we brought jobs and everything. But uh, there's still people leaving the state. My grandson is a good example of that. He's a graduate of college and he's looking for a job. And more than likely, he will have to go out of state to find a good job. And I don't want to see that happen.
1: Well, one thing about state legislatures is they can be incubators of new ideas and policies and novel solutions. The uh, state, I'm sorry, the US Supreme Court Justice, Louis Brandeis. Uh, once said, quote, a courageous state may, if its citizens choose, serve as a laboratory and try novel social and economic experiments without risk to the rest of the country, unquote. So are there any novel experiments that you would like to try if you're elected, um, aside from anything you already mentioned?
2: Uh, I don't know if it'd really be a novel experiment, but my, uh, feeling on the school system is to get the state out of it as much as possible, let the, let the board of education and the teachers decide what to do with the education system not have us delegates tell you what you're going to do. We need to pay the teachers better, you know, have good schools and keep working on the schools We're you know, we're building a new school in Williamstown, new elementary school. And that's fine, but we have to have, we have to have teachers that want to stay in the state and to keep them here. You need to pay them a lot better where they can go right across the river in a high, and make probably ten thousand more a year that's why we lose a lot of our teachers but there's a lot of dedicated teachers that want to stay here but you know if if we let the teachers and the board of educations decide what goes on with education i think that's the best thing
0: so we've talked about several different issues briefly um what do you see as the three largest issues or problems facing West Virginia, and do you have a plan for dealing with them?
2: Well now the largest issue is this pandemic, and how, how do we come out of it? Uh, the state, as far as I know, is going to be in a hole hmm. uh, for a lot of money to begin with, and we're gonna to have to take care of that first you know, over, I don't know, a 10-year period or more. But, you know, to bring jobs in, if we bring more jobs in, that will get the tax base up better. Uh, I think we need to, uh, on on a severance tax on natural gas, I think it needs to be higher. I think we can get some money that way. Uh, we need to tax, Tax these out-of-state corporations or landowners that don't pay hardly any taxes on the land in a state. Uh, you know, we need to make it fair for everybody. But the way this legislature is running right now, and and the way it's controlled, a lot of that's, a lot of the, our money is going to out- out-of-state interests, and that's not helping West Virginia at all. Uh, another thing is the uh, opioid epidemic, uh, which is, you know, it's it's caused a lot more crime, a lot more foster kids. Uh, we've got a they're, they're starting to finally do something where they let it go for years and years, but they're starting to finally have these recovery help places. And uh, we need to, you know, keep going with that and put more money into them to help you know, to help the people. Okay.
1: (laughs) So Jim, we are often our own harshest critics. So this is a two part question. What do you think is your worst quality? And what do you think is your best quality?
2: Uh, my worst quality is I probably get upset and mad too easy. Uh, but, I, you know, it's something I have to work on all the time, whether it be out in public or at home with my wife, uh, and she lets me know about it too. But, uh, you know, I think, I think my best quality is, uh, I just try to have a little bit of common sense or horse sense about everything and uh, try to think it through and, and, and figure out solutions to problems. Uh, that, you know, if, if somebody tells me their problem, I'm gonna to try to figure it out the best way I can. Now, it might not always be the right solution, but I will try to figure it out.
0: Well, with that, we've come to the getting to know you, the person section. Um, these should be the easier questions. (laughs) What would you say is your single most favorite thing or place in our state?
2: Uh, uh, I really like the Canadian Valley and Blackwater Falls region. Uh, try to go there once a year, uh, you know, uh, to play golf or look at the falls or, you know, that whole area up there. I like that, uh, you know, different places to eat up there. It's just, uh, you know, and beautiful scenery and everything. Uh, but that's the main place I like in West Virginia.
1: So Jim, what are your own personal core values?
2: Uh, repeat that again, please.
1: Okay, what are your personal core values?
2: Uh, I've always tried to be honest. Uh, I know, uh, like delivering, when I, I delivered for UPS out in Calhoun County, people said, Hey, just bring it, bring the pack, put set the package inside, the door's unlocked, just come on in. If you need to come in, use the restroom you know, they trusted me and, you know, I Mm -hmm. want everybody to be able to trust me. I think I'm trustworthy enough. Uh, but that's, you know, that's my biggest value. I think is just being trustworthy.
0: So what would you say you're most passionate about?
2: Uh, uh Well, I try to play golf once a week since I've been retired. We have a bunch of different guys that want to go out. and We, we don't have one. We go to different courses, uh, but uh, that's the main interest I have.
1: Well, I think you just answered my next question, <laughs> which is... Oh. What do you like to do in your off time? So is there something you enjoy besides playing golf?
2: (laughs) Well, you know, uh, playing golf once a week with, with friends, uh, but mainly it's, it's family with, uh, with us. We, my, my kids come out uh, or my granddaughter brings my great granddaughter out, which we haven't been able to do for two months now, but, uh, Hopefully we'll be able to start seeing each other shortly, but, uh, you know, just doing things with the family, uh, whether it be barbecuing or, or playing croquet out in the yard or something like that.
0: So what would you say is the most unique quality about you? Uh,
2: <laughs> I, I don't really know. Other than being fat and bald.
1: <laughs>
0: I, so I tease. I have uh, I I have hidden talent. I can speak really fast, and I can say all fifty states and all fifty-five counties in under a minute. It's the most useless hidden talent of all.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm pretty good at uh, solving uh, Wheel of Fortune puzzles. And everybody says I should need to try to get on that show, but I've never tried.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, with that, we've come to the end of the interview. Uh, it's the time we like to give you a few minutes uh, to tell us and the voters anything you think we've missed or that we need to know about you. Including how to get more information on your campaign, how to get involved, how to get in touch with you, etc.
2: Okay, um, I don't have a website, uh, but uh, you know, my my phone number is in, in the book. It's three zero four four eight nine two three two eight. I'm at Jim Merriam at hotmail Is my uh, internet, uh, but uh, you know, I've run before, and I don't get a whole lot of uh, big company or out of state backing. That's that's the problem. Where a lot of these uh, people. And, and it, well, it's really not even just out of state backing. Some of, the, some of these uh, people that run for office in this area get a lot of their contributions from other areas in the state, from lawyers or oil companies, or, you know, uh, but, but those places don't care about Woodenwork County. I'm wanting to work for Woodenwork County. Uh, and try to help the people there. Uh, there's been a Republican delegate that's represented this for the past 30 years or more. And I don't see where they have helped Wirt or Wood County that much. Uh, you know, they say they the different ones say they're going down there and they do a lot of work and to improve this area, but When when you just go along with the flow, whether it be Republican or Democrat, if you go along with the flow for either one, you're not helping the people of this area. Uh, I want to try to help the people of this area as best as I can. Thank you.
1: Well, Jim, we'd like to thank you for taking the time to talk to us this afternoon. We appreciate it and. Everyone remember wash your hands. Okay. Wash your
2: hands. Thank you. Jill. Every day and yes. social distance.
1: Right. <laughs> All
2: right, thank you. Mm-hmm.